Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. Are you looking to plan and book an upcoming Disney vacation? Contact the Tierra Talk Show's official travel agent, James from Destinations in Florida, by visiting destinationsinflorida.com backslash tiara for a free quote. The link is also included in the show notes on our website. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actress and singer Erin Mackey to the show. Welcome, Erin. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to have you on the show. I started geeking out, I'm going to tell you, not because you're involved in the Parent Trap. That That's a fantastic thing. I love Parent Trap, which we're <laughs> going to get to in a second. But Absolutely. you were in, you were invited to Mary-Kate and Ashley's fashion party, 1999 as 1999. Jenna. Oh, and my goodness. Like a, <laughs> it, it was like a half-hour video. Yes. Oh, at fashion show, and then you go to a fashion school with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, and then you go to a actual fashion show. And what was that? How long did it take to film that? Because it's only thirty minutes, right? Yeah, I want to say it took it took maybe three or four days uh, that I actually shot. I want to say Mary Kate and Ashley shot a little bit more because they had uh, more scenes to do. But there was like two friends. And that was me and this girl. Her name was Joanne. Have you have you kept in touch with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen? Is probably the golden question right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I have. No, we did have a great time though working together. They were very sweet and very down to earth, and uh, we're the same age, so uh, we got along very well. But no, I have not kept in touch with them. And now on to the Parent Trap because I, I I saw that there was a there was a BuzzFeed viral post that went off uh, about you. And uh, did you see that? I did. It's so funny. I feel like every couple years, people sort of rediscover that there was someone who played the other twin opposite her, you know, for the uh, for the purposes of the way they needed to put it together. And she needed a scene partner and uh, and just kids can only work a certain amount of hours as well. So uh, but it's funny, every every few years, it kind of resurfaces as sort of being this big internet buzz. I grew up with both films, the, yeah. the original 61 version with Haley Mills and the 98 version with Lindsay Lohan. And uh, I, I love them dearly, both dearly. And uh, I guess I, I secretly prefer the Lindsay one more. I guess that's because that's just me uh, with the modern with oh, the yeah. modern and, take on it, you know, too. But. And Nancy Myers is the director, and she's just such a fantastic director. And Parent Trap, the one with that I was in was just so, so romantic as well as being like a fun kids movie. And it's just a beautiful movie. So, but I grew up with the 61 Haley Mills as well. And I loved that movie. Was there any 
point in the filming that they said we would love to film let's get together the actual song because it only makes a small appearance with Lindsay humming it in the yeah. movie and i was i was always curious because i th- i thought that would have been that would that would have gone as they say viral back in the day if it came out you know music video would have been released and and a sure. soundtrack so was that ever discussed or did you ever hear anything about that you know i didn't hear a lot about it i think i remember it just was not part of the film that they wanted to make, you know, was was creating a musical number. So I but I don't remember hearing any big discussion about it actually being in the film. But the but Lindsay humming it where they certainly wanted to pay tribute to the the previous version of the movie. So they wanted to, you know, find a way to incorporate everything. What was it like to learn how to fence for those Camp Walden scenes? Yeah, well, there's actually for for most of the fencing, it is doubles. It was uh, two kids. Actually, one was a boy, um, and two kids who were excellent fencers. <laughs> they were fantastic. Um, but Lindsay and I had to learn kind of just sort of basic skills, uh, and it was really fun. Uh, I mean, we were actually shooting on a a camp, an old camp in Lake Arrowhead, uh, so it really was kind of like being at summer camp. <laughs> But I remember those scenes uh, took just it took a good amount of time to film that whole sequence because it was very complex. So I remember wearing the fencing costume costumes quite a bit, <laughs> and they were like really difficult to get into. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to try it ever since I seen the movie. So that that was one thing I thought was the most complicated part of the film, besides the greeting handshake with Simon Coons, oh, who yeah. plays the butler. So I, I'm you had to learn. I, I'm guessing you had to learn this handshake because yep. you're in a far shot. With Lindsay yeah. doing it at the sunset on the dock, and I thought, oh yeah, that so was pretty, a pretty day. shot. So, yeah, how long did it take to learn that? I, I still want to learn it. I should have learned it by now. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. You know, some people. I mean, people do know it. They learned it. I I saw a video uh, online a couple months ago of someone who did it at his at his college graduation with like the guy giving him his diploma. It was a great video. <laughs> uh, and the band started playing uh, the the magic. And, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it was great, but the handshake, I remember learning it, uh, we actually started filming in London is where I started filming. And, um, I learned it probably my second or third day of being on set. Uh, there was a choreographer who taught me it and I was a dancer when I was a kid. So I picked it up pretty quick. Um, cause they do it at the airport, uh, Annie and, uh, Simon Coons's character, Martin, that's his name. And, um, so I had to learn it for that day of shooting. First, it was with Simon that I did it with. And then once we got to the camp scenes, Lindsay and I had to do it together. And yeah, I mean, we got it. We got it down really fast. Has anybody come up to you and said, can we do it? (laughs) No, but oh my goodness, that would be fun. I might mess it up, though. You still know it, though, right? I mean, I do. I do. If someone someone did it with me, I I could I could probably bust it out. I'll have to learn it. And hopefully if we meet in person, we'll just have to randomly do it in New York City because that's usually (laughs) where all the viral videos come from anyway. So (laughs) can you imagine the Internet would go crazy, Erin, if that (laughs) video surfaced? (laughs) (laughs) I would just I would love to see I would love to see Lindsay hopefully meet up with you sometime in the future. When was the last time you got to see her in person? or or even talk with her on the phone. Oh gosh. Well, Lindsay and I, I mean, it's you know, I did this this movie is was I was 11 when I did the movie. Um and you know, we didn't keep in touch a whole lot after the movie, though we did run into each other in LA uh doing a table read of a movie uh when I was when we were both we would have been like 17, 16, 17. So that was the last time I saw her. I love the cast of this film. Uh we got Dennis Quaid, 
Lisa yeah. Ann Walters, Simon Coons, Ronnie Stevens, Natasha Richardson. Unfortunately, Ronnie Stevens and Natasha Richardson have both passed uh, yeah. since the film has come out. What is one of your most cherished memories of working with Oh, gosh. Well, I, I just remember Ronnie just being so kind to me. And, you know, being, uh, being Lindsay's double, it meant that, you know, most of the time my my face wasn't on camera ever. I mean, it was the back of my head. And, but I did a lot of scene work with um, all of the actors because, like, uh, like I said earlier, kids can only work a certain amount of hours. So Lindsay and I could only work nine and a half hours each. So she would kind of come and do her the bulk of her stuff. And, and if they could do the, you know, the filming from both sides, from both angles, so an over-the-shoulder shot and her close-up, they would. But a lot of times they would run out of time. So... Um, then I would come in sort of for the next part of the day, the second half of the day, and sort of finish up all of that. And um, that's like very common with kids and and just the, you know, limitation on the hours you can work. Um, so I just remember Ronnie always like, he just would be so kind to me. And he just, he just, you know, really made me feel included and like, a, you know, a real scene partner with him. Um, and Natasha, I just, I loved working with her. I spent a lot more time with her than I was than I did with Ronnie just because there's a lot of more of the film with her um and she just she just was so wonderful and and I I mean one of the my favorite things I still have it was um she gave Lindsay and I both lockets at the end of uh the shoots uh they were these beautiful gold Tiffany's lockets with our initials engraved on it like um Hallie and Annie have in the movie so I still have my lockets uh and that's really very special to me I, I saw some behind-the-scenes featurettes on, on YouTube and on the DVD. Lindsay says that uh, Dennis was always cracking you guys up with funny jokes and oh, yes. and little silly little pranks. So what was the most memorable of uh, those jokes or pranks that kind of sticks out in your mind today? Oh, gosh. Yeah, he did. He, he played a lot of pranks, and he was a lot of fun on set one day of him sitting down at the piano, I think at the Ritz-Carlton where we were filming, and just busting out Great Balls of Fire like totally Jerry Lee Lewis style. And that was really fun. <laughs> and Lindsay and I danced and it was, that was really, really fun. And I, I still remember to this day. <laughs> and, and I can't imagine we're, uh, working with Elaine Hendricks, who is the evil villain in the show as Meredith. And everybody's supposed to hate her. And she has all these pranks pulled on her in the show. And she has that one scene where you guys are pushing her off on her little bed into the I lake. Know a trooper she really was and I mean we really like pushed her into the lake and there were I think you know there were like scuba divers out in the lake to like push her back um so we could reset but um no she was she was great she was so much fun and I remember us telling her like like Elaine you should when she's like supposed to move in her sleep we were like you should pick your nose you should pick your nose and she like tried it once for us or something it was really late I mean it was like all kind of through the night until the wee hours of the morning and um it was just, we just had so much fun. Um, and we had to keep changing clothes over and over again because our pants would get wet. Uh, yeah, but Elaine, she's great. And and I remember the first day of filming in Napa where uh, she joined filming. And uh, I, I rode in the car with her to the set, not knowing it was her because we hadn't met yet. Uh, and she looked like, I mean, she looked like she was like 16 years old. She had like pigtails and no makeup on and she was gorgeous, but she looked like a kid. And then she like went into the makeup and hair trailer and came out and she was like this stunning model superstar. I was like, oh my gosh. Well, it seems like there's a lot of reboots and remakes happening right now in Hollywood. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they kind of brought Parent Trap back into the loop again. Uh, would you be interested in making like a small guest appearance? Of course. 
I love the film. I'm, I'm so honored that I got to be part of it. And, uh, you know, it was my first job ever as a kid. So I, I learned so much and I met some really great people. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I have a very, very special place in my heart for Parent Trap. So I would be part of it in any way people asked. And I love that I found out you you are a theater performer. You played Glinda for the longest time in Wicked after being an understudy for a couple months. I love musicals. Uh, And now you're starring in Amazing Grace. What is the experience like to put together a Broadway show? It just seems so difficult in my eyes doing something, you know, eight times or seven times a week. Yeah, it's, you know, it's very different than film. Um, You do, you, you go, you do the entire story every night, eight times a week. Um, and, but I love theater. Theater's always been something that I loved. Even when I was a kid and I did Parent Trap, I just, I grew up listening to musicals, loving musicals, doing musicals. Um, I love to sing, uh, and I love stage work. So that's really where I, I kind of, as a kid, always wanted to really pursue my career. And so, um, I've been very fortunate and right now I'm doing Amazing Grace on Broadway and it's, it's fantastic. It's, a it's a lot, you know, putting up a new show is, is a, is a totally different experience than replacing in a show like Wicked, uh, which is already set. You know, you, you already know kind of how that show comes together, but for a show like Amazing Grace, or I've originated two other shows, uh, Chaplin and Sondheim on Sondheim. And for all of these shows, you really are, you're creating it for the very first time. So you can say, well, instead of walking over there, I want to try walking over here. Or can we change the key of the song and you have uh, freedom in that way, which is, which is really nice. Um, and not always the case for, for stage work. Um, so I've, I've just had a blast. I, I, I love what I do. And I'm, I'm, I feel very, very grateful that amazing grace brought me on board and, uh, amazing grace is, is clearly a song that we all know and love and is, uh, is very much a part of our, our culture and our society. But what people don't know is the story behind the man who wrote the song, and um, and his his life was truly stranger than fiction. Uh, it is epic. He lived in the 1740s. A man named uh, John Newton, and he wrote the hymn. And he really, you know, we have the lyrics that saved a wretch like me. And and John Newton was truly a wretch of a man. He was a really terrible guy. Um, he was a slave trader in the 1740s, uh, and through a series of divine interventions, he really came to see the light and realize that uh, how he was living his life and what he was doing to others was was wrong. And he um, eventually became one of the leaders of the abolitionist movement in England, uh, which consequently really affected our history in the United States. You know, we think of uh, abolition and uh, we think of Abraham Lincoln and these different people in, in, our, um, in our history. But John Newton really affected all of those people in order to be able to uh, come, come, come about to the idea that slavery should be abolished, that it's wrong and it's a terrible thing. So, um, so John Newton, it's truly a fascinating story. And um, I play Mary Catlett, who uh, was a real person. She was his childhood sweetheart. And um, we've really been able to create her as a, a really progressive um, kind of fiery, uh, very loyal woman. And um, it's just been such an honor to play her. So now I have three Disney questions I always ask my guests. Uh, they're called the Fab Three. So we'll Ooh. start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to watch over and over again? I have to say Sleeping Beauty. 
uh, Once Upon a Dream Song. I loved Aurora. Um, but then very, very close second is Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Ooh, I like that one. Aladdin. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? Part of your world. That was the first one that came to my mind. Thank you so much, Aaron, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Love was made for me and Love, I was made for me and you.